The University of Kansas Health System is proud to be the official healthcare provider of the Kansas City Current. From youth athletes to the pros, we put player care first to turn their dreams into reality. Learn more at kansashealthsystem.com slash kccurrent. Good morning, Kansas City. Welcome to the Border Patrol for this Monday. February 19th, 2024. My name is Nate Bucati. I am joined in studio by the one and only Tud Leabu, a.k.a. Todd Lebo. Good morning, Todd. Good morning to this. That's right. Good morning to this. And as always, the man, the myth, the legend, Jake Gutierrez, running the show. Always? This morning. Always. That's almost always. And then gone for a while. Since... For for the how long has it been now that you've been three back? Three months, November. Man, that feels like three last months. Last week in November. Time flies. Last Man. week in November. As always, as always, as always. since <laughs> November, all year long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and missed a show this year. All year. Oh. Uh, that's going to end this week. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? My first vacation. Vacay already? Yeah. You well, get vacation it, for three months? No, I have 20 years. I got it. It rolls over. Rolled them over. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you used up 20 years of vacation that one time. Uh, no, that was unpaid, unpaid though. Unpaid. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, hey. my annual uh, men's advancement ah. I go to every year. In Colorado? Colorado? Yeah, eight years in a row. Can't believe it. You're right. very advanced by now. I am. We know that. He's been advancing quite a bit. I'll tell you all about it. Oh, won't you? No Um, Steven today. No Steven today. uh, He is listed as uh, did not participate today. He's dealing with the voice issue. So uh, that's going to be something he's going to be battling until we get it sorted out. I don't think he's been following all the doctor's orders. Oh, really? I think he's taking his medicine. But I saw him go live on Facebook at a Dolawite thing on Saturday. Well, his son wasn't doing that. I bet he wasn't doing that without talking. Hard to go. Hard to go to Dolo. I'd not sing show and, and just keep your mouth shut, yeah. isn't it? I don't uh, know. Well, hey, no, we're 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 watching the big man's voice. Yeah, Richie St. John is a part of Dolo White, and he can go see his son play. I can understand that. So we hope his voice gets better. But here's the thing: my ban has been lifted. Lifted. There's no Stephen St. John here to stop me. <laughs> Do you see the shirt I'm wearing this morning, Todd? It says, I love soccer. I love soccer, simply. Four hours of soccer. Ladies and gentlemen, get yourselves ready for four hours of the soccer patrol. Right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Your home for soccer, soccer. It is MLS Soccer, soccer, soccer. The freaking sporting place, Saturday. The the first match of the MLS season is is Wednesday night. As Lionel Messi's Inter Miami take on Real Salt Lake, my first game is this coming weekend, and uh, it's going? in Orlando. Ah. It'll be Orlando City against against CF Montreal. Mm. Do you know what CF stands for? Club football. Club de foot. Club de foot. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me laugh. It does. Um, I got a club de foot. Should be a good game. Sporting Anyways, is playing at Houston, yeah, and we'll have Houston. that for you. Um, it'll, it'll probably start on ESPN Kansas City because KU plays at five, so it'll we'll end up over here at eight ten and have it on here. So it'll be it's a big one. Early. Yeah. New broadcast crew for uh, Sporting going to come check out the studios here today to make sure they know how everything works when they're doing radio broadcasts from here. Yeah. Blake Arney and uh, former. SKC goalkeeper John Kempen are the broadcast crew now. I'm old enough to remember when John Kempen signed his uh, 
contract as a high schooler thinking, what on earth is going on in the world that high school kids are signing <laughs> professional contracts? <laughs> to play soccer, of I'm, all things. I'm that old. I yeah. remember that because he was Generation Adidas, right here, they right? called it. Yeah. yeah. He, um, we've already talked more soccer than I really meant to. Yeah, I was just joking. Just, Giving everybody a hard time, but I am doing the Sporting KC home opener against Philadelphia in a couple of weeks. That's for Apple second. TV. Yeah, so excited about that. Uh, no, I am not going to make you listen to me talk about soccer all day. I might squeeze it into the conversation every once in a while. It's okay but, to uh, use a, a, a little analogy or something. I'll be now. using it was soccer illegal. metaphors. Yeah, couldn't you, do it. You had uh, a week-long ban because of college basketball. Uh, can the I reason that this? started because yeah. somehow, some way, Kansas lost to K-State. Yeah. And the ban began. And yeah. then you did four days. Yeah, and then you messed up. I slipped up. Slipped up. I mentioned, and then the they tried trip. to they tried to get you last week on a tweet. Yeah, and I I overruled. I mean, I'm not in charge of anything, but I'm like, that's unfair. You yeah. can't you can't do that. That so was your on the air. That wasn't a, that wasn't a Twitter ban. Yes. So I'm back, baby. I am back, and I'm wearing my I love soccer T-shirt today. And, and since ready then, to go. Uh, the Jayhawks have. One and lost games. Yeah. Uh, you know, because that's yeah. what college basketball is. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll uh, Let's lay out the menu real quick. Todd's going to be with us for the first couple hours of the show, which will be fun. We, we can cover a lot of different things. Joe Valerio will join us because why not? Let's just talk some more football, man. I mean. You honestly can talk about the Chiefs yeah. every week of the year. Are they going to bring back Chris Jones or not? All of it. All stuff. You can, it, it never ends. Bob Ibach will join us at 8.50 to tell us about uh, a... a very limited opportunity to buy a great Chiefs football souvenir. And then we'll get a report from spring training as Seren Petro and Jack Johnson are there with the Kansas City Royals in Surprise, Arizona. Does it feel like spring training should be going on yet to you? Does that seem, does it kind of catch you off guard? Or is it more like, hey, Super Bowl week's over, all that stuff? It's time to. It's time for baseball. Give me some baseball. There, there are a couple factors on that. One is spring training is actually. I mean, they kind of started the pitchers and catchers reported uh, the other day. I think it actually starts a little bit later. It's a shorter spring training than it used to be, but the football seasons are longer. Yeah, I mean, especially when like the Chiefs used to not go to the Super Bowl, and football season sometimes would end in December because mm-hmm. the, the season didn't go over till January, even for the last game. And now they've added the playoffs and all that stuff, so the Super Bowl's late. I mean, the, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl in 2020, the 2019 season, on February 2nd. They win this one on February 11th, right? Mm-hmm. It's already nine days later, so there's not much time in between these two things. And the Royals, I. Seem to remember back in the day, they would be at camp for two weeks before they play a game. They play a game in like four days, or they play a game Thursday, I think. Hmm. Their first spring training game, because you know when the opening day of baseball is? It's in March. Is it really? It's March. Their opening day for the Royals this year is the day of the Sweet Sixteen in the NCAA tournament. It used to be like it would kind of line up with. The, the championship National game championship day. game. Yeah. yeah. It, it, just the calendar's a little bit weird, right? Because basketball is a little bit later this year than normal, maybe. And basketball is a little bit – or basketball is later and, and baseball is a little bit earlier. Because they're trying to uh, – they're building in off days yeah. for Major League Baseball. And they have more playoffs, right? But they – they they're starting on the March twenty eighth or whatever. March twenty eighth, yeah. March twenty eighth. Twins. You know Thursday. 
Yeah, it used to always be the same. I feel like when I was a kid, it was always the same day as the national championship yeah, game. Very close to it. It was, almost always started on a Monday. Yeah. Well, they've started it. Which is always when the national championship game is, right? right? And they haven't changed that. Yeah. But it is this year, just because of the calendar, leap year, all that stuff, it's a little bit gotcha. later. And, and baseball is trying to start earlier because they have to have off days, and they refuse to not play 162 games. So here we go. Well, let's, there's never less. Let's start playing more, more games in yeah. cold weather. Um, At least they're not opening in Minnesota. You know, they're this, bringing them down south here in yeah, March. So yeah. It has a chance to be nice. Well, this this brings up a question that I was kind of thinking about because spring training is a popular destination for a lot of people, right? People like to book a trip to go watch their favorite baseball team play in spring training. Um, I used to do that. Shoot, when I first started here at Sports Radio 810, my job was to go be at spring training for mm-hmm. like the whole month. Um, and at first, I really, really enjoyed it because it's, hey, you're in Arizona. This time of year, the weather usually here kind of sucks. <laughs> and down there, it's beautiful. Um, and you get to watch people play baseball, but it's not that serious. It's a little more laid back and all that stuff. And it's a really fun thing to attend. Um, but as you know, we do this. We, we, have to, we have to try to make sense of things that don't make any sense for a, like this show. That's kind of what we do a lot of times. I just don't take much into what happens in preseason games, whether it's a, a football game, whether it's a, a, a spring training baseball game or numbers, because no one cares who wins. And if nobody, if, if you don't care who wins, then everything changes. What the objective is of the game changes, all that stuff, and it just doesn't – you can't draw conclusions from it. No, like the most important part is, like, make sure guys stay healthy. Like, get through it healthy. Number one, yeah. Like, the number one thing is, is to get Try healthy. Try not to get hurt. That's the only thing you really care get about. Get yourself fit enough for the season. The thing we talk about, like, a, a perfect example is just a good pitcher, a good starting pitcher might go out there and get rocked for a spring training outing because today – I'm really working on my curveball. Yeah, I need to throw this like I'm, six times. And I'm just, you know, I need to be able to throw it in counts that I don't feel as comfortable. I want to make sure I get the feel for it. So I'm just going to keep throwing it until I get the feel for it. Well, in the game that matters if you win or lose, if you don't have a feel for a pitch, you kind of stop throwing it. <laughs> you know, whatever it is. Things like that. So last night, what was the big sporting event last night? Uh, is it the NBA All-Star game? I mean, How was there another one? No. I think that that was the center stage right. last night. Yes, the true detective. How finale. much <laughs> sporting event? Oh, okay. <laughs> are you guys? Was it as was the payoff as good I, as you guys a, hoped it would be? Happy ending. That's a weird one. Uh, yeah. Don't uh, don't spoil it for people. Some of us might not ever watch. I, it's it. hard to tell what was real and what wasn't. Right at the point, so it's wild. That's great. I, like I made it. I made yeah. a rewatch. Um. In, in concert. How much did any of us let's figure out combine how many minutes of the NBA All Star game we each watched? I watched the first. I watched all the introductions for some reason because yeah. I was like, I'm waiting for it. And I'm like, God, this is really taking a long time. Yeah, they put it on a show. It's a show. For the introductions. Yeah, and I watched. Uh, I think I watched two minutes of the beginning, and it was already like 18. To Tyrese Halliburton, the Iowa State kid, mm-hmm. made like. Five threes in a row. Yeah. He scored 15 straight points. I was, I was watching that, and then I watched him miss one, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm done with that. And then I watched uh, I watched something else, and then I watched True Detective, and then after True Detective, I didn't start right away. I turned it on, and they were doing the interviews after the game, so I missed I missed 
Yeah. I missed. I missed. So, so I, I watched, watched two minutes. minutes of it. Two minutes. Jake, any? None. Zero. None Zero. minutes. The only sport I watched yesterday was the Man U Luton match. Soccer! That's right. Yes. Watched that whole match. Um,. I, I watched about five minutes of the NBA game. I watched. I had pregame on while I was cooking dinner, um, so I they you know I listened to listened to some of that. I didn't see any of the all of the uh, NBA slam dunk contest. I was at the dinner, missed all. Of yeah, it. I had somebody's texting me about that. Didn't watch any of it. Not because I didn't want to, but yeah, I just was doing stuff. But that's also like I I saw highlights on Twitter while it was going on and stuff like that. So yeah. I mean, I saw you can I consume that that way. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's how I consumed any of the NBA All Star stuff. Which yeah. Is, through Twitter. And then... Which I think is how most of the NBA is consumed, through social media. I know Their my social media numbers cons- are, yeah. are yeah. out the roof, but the, the numbers for the actual broadcasts are not. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird. I, I mean, like, I know my son and his friends, they know who all the players in the NBA are. They consider themselves NBA fans. They don't watch NBA games. They watch TikToks mm-hmm. of, of NBA highlights. And hey, maybe I don't know. Maybe that's uh, good good business practice for the future. <laughs> I mean, if if that's the way people consume their content, I don't know. But it just made me think when I was watching it. Just a, you know, a, a quick aside: the NBA has ten million more followers on X Twitter. than the NFL does. Ten and, million more. Yeah, and and there were one hundred and twenty million people watching the Super Bowl, and they'll be lucky. To have 15 million people watch at Game 7 of the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a different way that that sport is consumed. Yeah. It's, it's consumed on Instagram and, and Twitter and TikTok and not consumed on the television. So it leads to, to me to a question of what makes for a good sporting event? Like what are the, what are the key elements to make – a sporting event worthwhile? Well, I think personalities are part of it now. For okay. sure. People like it. It's, it's professional sports for sure. Um, this is like a classroom exercise. Yeah, what think, would you say, Jake, if you think of a couple? Okay, so good personalities. I'm writing some of these down. Or, or just yeah, so you know, people who are Compelling stars. stories. Yeah. yeah. Compelling, compelling stories. Okay, I love that one because to me, and I guess this is the this is the – the crux, I had a documentary filmmaker who's a buddy of mine tell me this one time. The number one key to telling a good story is make people care. Absolutely. You have to care about the outcome. Mm-hmm. You have to care about the characters. There have been shows I've watched, you know, movies or TV shows where I'm like, I don't care about, don't care about any of these people. I'm not engaged. I'm not going to keep watching this. Right. And I guess that I, I come from a, an aspect of like when I worked for CBS. Like, every game we went into, like, we'd send emails back and forth the week leading up to, okay, yeah. what are the stories? Why does this matter? What, yeah. is, what are the stories? Yeah. Like, you know, we have this, you know, every every game that we had had a, per, before, you know, the NFL package was a big deal. You know, we had zones. Like, okay, we have this percentage of, of the audience. All right? We see our map. Okay. How are we going to make this this portion of the country care about the game yeah. that we're calling. Yeah. Right. You to, and in the end, the way to have actual ratings in a game is to have a great game too. That's yeah. yeah. That's the other side of it because that's why that's why this Chiefs the you know we we talked about this a couple weeks ago, Chiefs and Bills, market 35 and market almost 50. 
mm-hmm. had uh, 50 million people watching it. Mm-hmm. 50 million people watching in these two little towns. But the reason is Patrick Mahomes is a superstar. Travis Kelsey's a superstar. Taylor Swift's dating Travis Kelsey. Josh Allen's Josh a superstar. Allen, yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's snow, weather, all those things. And the game went down to the wire so that 50 million people watched And it. the Chiefs, everybody wanted to watch the Chiefs lose. Yes. They are well, that team now. And, yeah. and, and, and a story. This, this wildly talented quarterback who's got, who's got one guy he can't get past. And this time he finally gets the him drama. at home. Yeah. Right. First this, road playoff game for Mahomes. Yeah, is this going to be the stuff. time he finally gets him? Or is, is, this, is this guy Mahomes so good that he can go on? I mean, you get this storyline, and all of a sudden there's all these things, all these reasons I want to see what happens, right? And so last night I, just, I saw a tweet from Scott Van Pelt during the NBA. Because if you don't know, if, if you didn't care and you didn't watch the NBA All-Star game, and look, that's the point of a lot of, of exhibition games. They no one really cares, right? Like, so Scott. That's Van, why they just gave up in the NFL. They play flag football now. Yeah, yeah, and and that's one of the reasons that it drives me nuts that they gave up on the baseball one because the baseball one they could actually try hard, yeah, and, but, they and, but they won't do it. Uh, so Scott Van Pelt tweeted out last night. It's really simple. If you don't care. Neither do we. <laughs> and now there were some young people that were firing back at him. Of course, it's Twitter. Okay, Boomer, and all this stuff. And it's like, no one cares. But you people know, used to care. I mean, I remember growing up how huge the dunk contests yeah. and the three-point contests were and the actual games were. Like, yeah. I, I used to pay attention. There will still be millions of people that watched it last night. Not, I don't know how many million, you know. Yeah, not, the numbers aren't out yet. Not nearly as many million as watched the Super Bowl, of course. But... Well, uh, just just to give you a little example, the the NBA Finals. Okay, it's hard when you're you, you know the, the you don't get to the end. You don't get a game series. seven yeah. till till game seven. They haven't had a game seven since 2016. In 2016, that was LeBron and Steph. You know, I mean, that's huge. Yeah. That's 30 million people. That's but that's still just 30 million people. That's just a little bit more than some Sunday night football regular season games. That happened last year. the The final game had 13 million people watching. It was five games. Yeah, you know it usually grows up. And the year before, this was Warriors and Celtics. Year before, almost 14 million people watched Game Six. That's not a final game, but it's just 14 million people watching it because you don't. The compelling, the most compelling thing that you can have in series is the last game, yeah. Game Seven. So you you never get to the most compelling part if you don't get to Game Seven. Yeah. And then you, get, you need the stories like last year. You're sitting there talking about the the Heat and the Nuggets. There's, people aren't invested in Nikolai Jokic, even though he's a fantastic player. Yeah. They're invested in LeBron and Steph and all those kind of things because they have turned into these monstrous stars. They're the the people who people want to watch play. It is hard to get people to watch sports. Football has it figured out because people just freaking love the National Football League. Supply and demand too, though. I mean, they, for they, sure, there's they, less of them. Yeah, there's less games, you know. So I wonder what the global numbers are on, like, NBA Finals. You know what I mean? Because yeah, it's probably, probably more than a long way to get to 100 million people. Yeah, no, a long way. But, like, if you look at the numbers for the UEFA Champions League final versus oh, the yeah. Super Bowl They're final saying, globally, yeah. it's yeah. not even close. I mean, the the... the 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 Champions League dwarfs yeah and and people in this country I know can hear that right now and go who cares I don't care what if somebody in Europe or South America is watching the Super Bowl well you know who cares advertisers the guy that's 
making the suit, making the NFL teams go to Brazil and play mm-hmm. games now. Yeah, you know the, the commission, the, the owners of the of the NFL teams. That's the one thing they care about because they can't really grow this market that much more. No, I mean you, you can't I, you can't you can't own America more yeah. than you own America already. Eyeballs are eyeballs, you yeah. know, whether they're foreign or domestic. And honestly, for the NBA, and whether they're eyeballs on TikTok and Instagram yeah. or they're eyeballs on a TV, how can we monetize them? Because that's what they're doing all across the globe. There, I, I remember when we went to Europe four or five years ago, when my daughter was in Spain. Uh, you know, you go over there, you're just walking around the streets. You don't see anything other than people wearing soccer jerseys and NBA jerseys. NBA. You yeah, yeah, you didn't see. Now, that, the NBA was smart to go do that. You know, it's a lot easier to get kids to play basketball somewhere else in the world. You don't need much. Yep. You need a ball and a hoop. Yep. You know, that's why soccer is global. You, you, you just need a ball. Yeah. You know, you can make up a goal. You know, it doesn't have yeah. to be an actual netted goal. Couple cones. Couple yeah. cones. Here's a tree and a trash can. Kick yeah. it through here. Yeah. That's too high. I don't care. We don't have yeah. a top. There's no top <laughs> of the goal. We just do this. So the NBA was really smart. This has been going in the NBA for decades. Yeah. Their global initiative to try to do this. And the NFL tried. You know, they had NFL Europe and stuff like that in the in the 90s. But they they kind of gave up on it for a while. And now they're back at it. I mean, and now they've got some. Because now it's so easy to reach the world. Because you yep. can reach the world on TikTok yep. and Instagram. And, and Twitter, you can reach the world that way. So that's why, you know, the Chiefs got robbed of a home game against Tyreek Hill, mm-hmm. and they sent them to Germany. And that's why. Who's going to Philly? Going to Brazil? They they said that I think. Yeah, they're going. I, don't know who the opponent is yet. Yeah. Um, you know that that's why they're going to have these international games all over the place. And they, Sarin's been talking about this for years. They keep keep talking about everyone's going to play a game because you have that's what the seventeenth game may be. Everyone will just play a game. The, the, the Jags have played more than one game many times because their owner, nobody liked him in Jacksonville. He said, well, I'll go to London a bunch of times and do it. It's it's weird. There's money all over the world. they got to find a way to get it. But nobody picks the money up in America like the NFL no, does. No, no. And last night's All-Star game, they didn't care. I mean, it's – I'm sorry. You know, not, They're just shooting half quarters. Yeah, I – God bless you if you if you found that interesting and entertaining, you know. And I guess that goes back to the question about what makes for a good storyline. You said, you know, good personalities. Well, you have that. You got great players, and I guess they're still doing amazing things out there. I don't really care that much about somebody throwing an alley oop dunk against uh, zero defense or hitting a three point shot against zero defense. It doesn't matter to me. But it was there last night. They had uh, apparently their best Saturday night in four years. The NBA did. So something was happening on their Saturday night that was worth watching. Well, I was being texted by my buddies who are TV geeks about the LED court. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was um, weird. I, I saw some highlights that I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah, I didn't see that. So, I, you know, but uh, but that's apparently that had everybody going. Hey, we're going to talk some college basketball as well. Kansas, as you heard, got a win over Oklahoma on the road. Kansas with a road hey. win. Yeah, it didn't count. It's against Take Oklahoma. Take that, Lebo. doesn't count. It's against Oklahoma. It's an SEC you, guys were, school. you had the lead for a bit. Oh, they had the lead for almost the whole game. <laughs> well, look, I was thinking it was going to be another typical road game for Kansas. and then uh, yeah, They ran into Oklahoma, and they laid down. They had a couple guys out too. Oklahoma's fine. They're they're going to make the tournament. They haven't done that in a couple of years, so that's something. But they, they're they could be better than they are. This league is freaking weird, though, man. It's weird. Big it's game, weird. Big game tonight, too. two big games tonight. 
the biggest one, obviously, Iowa right. State and Houston. K-State's got to try to find a way to bounce back against Texas after losing a heartbreaker on a buzzer beater um, against TCU. We'll talk about all that and more. We've got the Border Patrol on your radio right now on Sports Radio 810 WHB. A little flaming lips to start your week off here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. So um, the, the Jayhawks did get the win, right? Yep. And I was texting with some friends during the game. They're like, how is KU ranked in the top? What, what are they right now? They're number they were six. Sixth. How are they sixth when they, they have five losses in the league? And I'm like, well, the, the league is just – the league is weird. And I think KU is one of the strangest teams in all of college basketball because – you know, as, as the rankings were last week, uh, and those will change today, but the rankings from last week, they have beaten the number one team, yep. like the number five team, the number eight team, um, which is really good, right? I mean, that's like, okay, yeah, you should probably be up there. But then the, they lost to the number 11, 12, 14 team in the, the Big 12. Yeah. You know, they have they have run the entire gamut of, oh my gosh, you beat UConn, the defending national champion, who is number one right now, and they beat Tennessee, and they beat, uh, who's another one in the top ten? They lost to Marquette, who's, who's one that's up there, but but then, you know, they beat Houston, they were, I mean, they drubbed yeah. Houston. They beat Kentucky. Kentucky is, uh, they're in the 20s, there's teens or something now, you know, they, so they've beaten all, all these freaking teams, but then, how do you square that up with UCF and West Virginia, you know, and, and those. It's it's just been a really weird year. And, listen, here's what we know about uh, Bill Self. They will most likely be playing some of their best basketball in about two weeks because they'll kind of figure it out. And, you know, maybe winning at Oklahoma is a way to do that. They've got two at home after this. They're going to play Texas. They're off all week. and play Texas on Saturday. They're going to play BYU. And then they'll have to go on the road for a couple. The, the last game of the year is at Houston. You know, maybe we'll get a real like judge for where they are there. But I don't know. I, I, I'm sure Bill Self has been going. What the hell do I have here? How do how do we beat UConn and then go to UCF and lose and lose at West Virginia? West Virginia is three and nine in the league. They're, they have they have lost on the road at three of the bottom four teams in the league. It's um and. They weren't all nail biters, by the way. I guess the thing I mean, the K State one was, but there was nothing nail bitey about West Virginia or UCF. It's just weird. This league, I thought, I'm I'm just so wrong about what I thought about the league two months ago. I'm like, well, here's the deal. There's this is going to be easier than it was. There's going to be some layups on the schedule. I remember you saying that because you're not true round robin. So listen, if you don't get someone who gets UCF twice, that's good for them. Well, maybe. If you're Kansas and you get Houston twice, that's bad for you. Or that's is bad it? for you. <laughs> yeah, so so it, I was wrong. But UCF has not won like half their games, but they've won four games, and one of them was against freaking Kansas. So that's something. I, you know, it's it's wild. They, I still, and by the way, if you haven't looked, familiarize yourself with what the Big 12 tournament is. The Big 12 tournament starts on Tuesday this year. There will be two games in the morning in the afternoon on Tuesday between teams 11 and 14 and 12 and 13. Now, that's not going to include Kansas, but right now that would include Kansas State right now. But that that 
may not be the case when we get through this season, but you know they lost at home to TCU. There, if there's a double bye this year. Like right now, Kansas is fourth. If they end up fifth, they don't get a double bye. They'll be playing on Wednesday. I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff to shake out here. It's a weird-looking bracket. It's, 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 un- it's the weird, biggest Big 12 there's ever been. It's a weird basketball season. I don't remember us ever talking less college basketball on our show, ever. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs have been in the Super Bowl a few times since, you know, while I'm talking about this, obviously that's the biggest reason we haven't talked as much college basketball as we've been so obsessed with the Chiefs. But we've been obsessed with the Chiefs for a long time, and we've seen them go all the way to the Super Bowl. But, like, we've been bumping guests. You know, we have we just haven't been talking about it as but much. Also, the Chiefs have had that first-round bye, too, in the wild card weekend. They didn't. They yeah, there was a whole week where you I had mean, to talk about it again. You know, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, that, 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 that does make a little bit of difference. Yeah, we yeah. talked a little bit very early. I remember, uh, you know, Mike DeCourcy was maybe on early. Yeah. Once. but And then he's back on now. But, yeah, it's weird. That, I, look, here's part of it. We talked and talked and talked about how this college football season was like the greatest in in, in, in as as far as we can remember in terms of all three local schools being good, mm-hmm. entertaining, relevant, captivating, all of that. Historically, historically yeah. big. For yeah, two all, years ago, yeah. they all three made a bowl game, and then they upped the ante this year. Yeah, they were you all know? good, and they were all compelling. So that probably has something to do with it. But the flip side is. Everybody in basketball is a little less. And it's weird with Kansas because they're still a top 10 team. Um, but every Kansas fan I talked to is like, it's not as fun watching this team as it usually is. And they've got some amazing wins, like you said, a lot of them. I mean, that's their, as Mike DeCourcy told us last week, it's going to be hard to move them off the, at least a two seed. Like, they maybe can fall to a three seed, but it's going to be hard to put them down there. And part of it is, even like when you look at the rest of their schedule, they got BYU, Baylor, and Houston still. They could lose against Houston. They'll lose, and their numbers will go up, you know, in terms Good, of yeah. all the rankings and all that stuff, because it's a it's a loss at number three Houston. Just playing them on the schedule makes your numbers get better. So it, it's not like Kansas is having this terrible season, but by KU fans' perspective – this is not a very good season. Have you ever seen a KU basketball team this bad on the road under Bill Self? Uh, this, no. This, it's no. unbelievable. No, you never. I mean, you see a KU basketball team under Bill Self go lose a game at TCU when TCU is bad and he compete. You know, it's like, well, we haven't had our butts kicked like this since Topeka YMCA That's or whatever. like four times this but year. That, but like that, yeah, that happens like one time. And then the team has a come to Jesus meeting or whatever and, and everybody gets better and, and and the rest is history. And maybe this game against Oklahoma is a is an indicator. I, I heard French saying at the end of the game, Hey, I think Kansas fans are seeing a renaissance here. They're starting to see their team put it together, you know, with Johnny Furphy playing well and and um, Kevin McCullough coming back and I'm like, Are are we? Because what just happened? Like the last road game before this one, yeah. The like they they got ab- now. Look, Texas Tech's good, but they got blown they out be by twenty nine points. Or so whatever. it's it's just K State's obviously down compared to what they were last year. Missouri hey, hey, for all the Missouri fans who get mad when we talk about Missouri, 
You're welcome. Yeah, no, I, I, I've, <laughs> I, I'm guessing there aren't many Missouri fans that are mad at all that we're not talking no. about them because they had a chance to get a win this weekend, didn't. 0-12 now. So I think that's part of it, too, is it's just like even the team that's good isn't good the way their fans are used to them being good. And maybe Kansas will get there. I mean, if any if any coach slash program can do that. But, like, the, the issues that cause them to lose these road games, I'm not sure how many of them get fixed, right? We talk about it like they do finally have what seems to be a, a fifth player in Johnny Furphy. But if anybody gets hurt or in foul trouble, there's a huge drop-off there. And they... Hey, they did show something in this game that they haven't shown, which is the ability to dig deep in, in a game when they're facing some adversity and make some plays down the stretch. You know, but but they won that one by ten. Mm-hmm. When they're in close games on the road so far this year, it doesn't usually go yeah, that they way. They haven't made so. the plays, you know. And you know, listen, I think they'll win these next two at home. I don't see them losing at home because it's no. the best home court advantage in, in college basketball, in my opinion. And they've had good teams come in there. I mean, Houston is is really good. They came in there and they got they got drummed. Um, so they've got those at home. But will they win at Baylor or, or at Houston? Probably not. But if they do, then you'll think, okay, maybe they do have a little something going on. But here's what we say every year. You can go win the national title, and the banner they hang up there looks like every other banner. Yeah. And like – Whoever wins the national title this year, I don't, know, I don't know who it is, but they will not be as good as the team that won like the 2008 right. national championship. Right. But you don't have to beat the team that won that. Right. You you have to beat th- these teams that are that are in the, in the thing this year. You don't. You're not competing against past. Okay. You're competing against this bunch of teams. And college basketball just isn't what it was 15 years ago for right. a lot of reasons. Yeah. So, you know, you sit there and watch the. NBA Futures thing, and uh, I saw the introductions to that on Friday. I did not watch much of it, but I saw the introductions, and I'm like, I, I, I don't know who half these guys are. I'm looking them up. 19-year-old guy, 20-year-old guy, something like that. Kansas has, like, three dudes on their team who are 23. Or, you know, like Kevin McCuller has been in college for a long time. Hunter Dickinson, you know, uh, Dewan. These guys are 22, 23 years old. They're older than many of the players playing in the NBA. And so sometimes that can be good for a team, you know, but that's not – if you're a 23-year-old dude in college basketball, you should be in your fourth year in the NBA, generally speaking, these days. And, like, I, you know, Jason Tatum – you know how long Jason Tatum's been in the NBA? Gosh, like 10 years now? He's 25 years old. He's 25? He's 25. He's been in the league for, like, seven years. <laughs> I looked it up last night. Yeah. I, I, I was dumbfounded. They were talking to him before the 25. game. He wow. met Larry Bird for the first time in his life last night. I guess Larry Bird doesn't go to Boston and hang out. He just lives in Indiana or whatever. <laughs> yeah. like, he might still, is he a president? By of the, the way, his grandson, have you seen highlights of that? I game? don't know if that's real or not. Is it really his grandson? I've seen these highlights, and I, I saw a thing that it may not be his grandson. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. I saw those highlights. Yeah, right. Sorry. Sometimes Sorry what you see on the internet, it's all true. Yeah, whatever you see on the internet, it's true. I mean, but it's number, number three. Kid it's amazing in that class, but um, they like Jason Tatum's twenty five years old. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the 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 talent, the guys, even even in two thousand. I mean, you go back to eighty eight. 
and Danny Manning was a senior playing, yes. right? Well, that Danny Manning never makes it to a senior year in today's like those two, that 2018 that KU yeah. had. Those there there was juniors and seniors on that team. Many of those guys would just yeah. not have been there. Yeah. And you're now there there are seniors and super seniors everywhere in college basketball and those teams lots of times will win the yeah. thing, but they wouldn't have beaten those other teams. I, I can't decide what I think of Kansas as a tournament team this year. I I don't feel particularly optimistic well, even though they lose any game they play. That's the thing. They can win any game they play. Yep. But they can lose any game they play. And I feel like it and, and I don't know it's such a rant. Trying to make sense of who's going to win in the tournament a lot of times is just fool's, a fool's errand because it could just be a team that gets hot. Mm-hmm. And maybe Kansas could get hot. That team should go to the Sweet 16, no question. But in general, to me, like I'm talking about a deep run. Can they make it all the way to the Final Four? Can they, could they be a, a national they, title contender team? I think they absolutely team? can because yeah. I think you, if you can beat anybody. What's more likely? They make a more deep run in the tournament or they get upset in the first or second weekend? They're bounced. Is it more likely? Probably because they've shown that too. Yeah, because I feel like in the tournament, the teams that are most likely to make a deep run are the ones that have, that have no weaknesses. You know, because no matter what type of team they go up against, they can win the game. And Kansas, this seems like this is the team that has some weaknesses, right? They have mm-hmm. some ways they can lose. Guy gets in, Hunter Dickinson gets in foul trouble, boost, right? Tournament over. But I, I think, someone twists their I, ankle. I think the health has been a huge problem for them. Yeah, because well, they don't yeah. have enough guys. Right. I mean, so I mean, if they they get a week off, I think I, I wouldn't be shocked if they won in Baylor. I really wouldn't. Like no. I don't. I don't think they'll they'll lose. I don't think they're going to win in Houston. But I. I, I mean. It's, how can you be shocked by any of their wins? I mean, look at who they've beaten. The fact that they get a week off this week, I think that's huge. And I, I think, you know, I, I don't know. I put a lot of faith into Bill Self. But so it's like if this team gets bounced in the first week, and I'll be shocked. Okay. There we go. Jake will be shocked. I will. I'm just going to see who they're playing. Yeah. I, I. You know, like last year, they lost in the first weekend. Yeah. It just kind of. You can it's see, a tournament, man. There's a wide range Anything of, of potential outcomes with this Kansas team right now. We'll take a break. Back after this on Sports Radio 810 WHB. All right, this has been Making the Rounds. Our favorite frequenter of Italian restaurants. Fast service. <laughs> real Italian, real fast, right? Rick, Rick Patino. Did you remember that he was coaching? Um, I, Yes, I knew he was coaching somewhere, but I, I I felt like it was somewhere more irrelevant than St. John's. Yeah, he was. And where was he before this? You remember? This is where he Iona? rehabbed his Iona. Iona. I think his maybe was that his second stint at Iona. I, I think don't he, even I, know. maybe where he started back in the day. Yeah, and and not that St. John's is that relevant anymore. If no. you're a young person listening, you're like St. John's is relevant. They used to be a very relevant basketball program, and they got a lot of history. And he had not coached at Iona before. He'd been at Iona for three freaking years though. Yeah, yeah I, I knew he was somewhere that I didn't care about. Like that, yeah. seemed, that seemed kind of irrelevant. <laughs> where is know? Iona? Um, I want to say upstate New York. I, I think that's right. See, I, like those kind of like Canisius and St. Bonaventure and all those yeah. schools are. Pro- I feel like it's in the same league with them. The Metro Atlantic Conference. Did I get it right? Are they is like St. Bonnie and Canisius in that conference? And that's uh, anyway. It is in uh, New Rochelle, New York. New yeah. Rochelle. There you go. So people, have, nobody can win at St. John's anymore. It used to be this great program, and they've they've. I would, Mike Anderson was there, right? They had uh, they had Chris Mullen and uh, and. Uh, uh, Mitch Richmond was his assistant coach because our buddy Scarecrow was was on their video department and everything. Now you know a lot um, about St. John's basketball. 
I know more because than, of that. Yeah, like I know more than I should. You, you probably definitely know more than you. Should. Based on I've got a couple of nice St. John's uh, T-shirts that our buddy Scarecrow sent us. Um, our man Norm Roberts was up there. Norm Roberts was there. Yeah. Um, they, nobody, had a, they had a man named Mike Dunlap coaching for a year. Steve Lavin was there for five years. Steve Lavin yeah. was there. Um, was Mike Jarvis there? Yeah, Mike Jarvis mm-hmm. there. Fran Fraschilla was there. That was his big we job. Ask him about it when he uh, <laughs> when he moved up, and maybe his last job. Then I think he just like ah screw this. I'm gonna go do TV. A man named Kevin Clark coached there for Ask part Fran of the year. About it. When when I say uh, Scarecrow, that's our buddy Chris Huey who went to Bishopport High School and uh, was on the was on the video department. I don't know where where Chris is these days because he he made it through a few different coaches there. Ask Fran Fraschella about it. He's no, a Fran Loyola, Chicago. Fran uh, Fraschella went to New Mexico for a few years after that. Then he's he's been Fran Fraschella has not coached for twenty two years. So St. John's keeps hiring big names, yeah, and none of them can win there. And Rick Patino seems to be the latest, and he uh, he had some interesting comments after their latest basketball game when he was talking to the media. We just lack toughness. We just don't move our feet on defense. Look, they, they shot 37 free throws. Throughout the stats, you see it every game, the amount of free throws they shoot and the amount of free throws we shoot. Look at what Naheem shot on the year. Look at what uh, Chris Ledlam shot on the year. I mean, you're a power forward. You play 29 minutes without a free throw. Uh, that means you're not offensive rebounding, not getting to the line. So it's, it's really the, all the toughness things of why we give up leads. We are so non-athletic that we can't guard anybody without fouling and really it's not about losing because even in winning, winning when we watch the film I see unathletic plays I, I see people that don't handle a ball that's just interested in taking quick shots so it's been a disappointing year if you had to do it over again would you have attacked your first offseason differently? I had no choice we just could take who we could get who was available? We had no choice. Um, I don't think we were going to win the first year anyway, because when you rush like that and you don't see the players and you just uh, not not a whole lot we can do. But it's um, I think I've enjoyed even even the Celtics when we lost. I've enjoyed every minute being a Boston Celtics coach. Didn't like the fact that we lost in that following year, but this has been the most unenjoyable experience I've had since I've been coaching. You have any second thoughts of taking this job? No, not at all. It's not St. John's. It's my team. Look, I'm disappointed. I don't want to say the wrong things, but I'm really disappointed in my team. <laughs> I don't want to say the wrong things. They're just unathletic and miserable to coach. <laughs> and this is the worst. And this is a guy who's had some bad experiences. This is the worst experience of his life coaching. This is a guy who went through the ringer with the NCAA. So I've seen a lot of reactions to this. You know, well, I'd never want to play for that guy. What, do we do we have a problem with anything that he said? No, I mean, it, but it's in twenty twenty four. You say these things, and players aren't going to come play you for know you. What? They, I, look, I look around at this. It has to be twenty twenty four. Like, if my coach went out and said that about me, like, why am I going to go work my ass off about it? Well, I think in the past you could probably find some old quotes where coaches, hardline coaches, would have said stuff like this. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that Bill Self, you say, oh, we're awful. We're soft. We, we're, we're soft. soft. We're soft. You know, you know what I mean? But he said those kind of things. That's different, but, but here's the deal. Who, who are the old school guys who are coaching right now? They've all quit. They said they don't, they, they don't do this anymore. 
Well, Coach K's done. Is what he said that much different than Roy what Deion Sanders done. said when he got to Colorado? Hey, you guys all might want to go somewhere else because there's not room for you here. I'm going to get better players than you. That's all he's saying, right? I don't like coaching these guys, but I had to take them. I had no choice. Well, Deion get rid, got rid of all the guys. Yeah, and, and, I, doesn't it sound like that's what Patino wants well, to do? He, he, sure, but yeah. here's the thing. I think yeah. Rick, I think the game is probably past Rick Patino. If... I'm I'm picturing myself at this level, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, really, it's how much money can you get those kids for nil? Right. I don't. I, I St. John's basketball has got to be number forty five like, in New York City I, I on what people care about. But I, I'm I don't kind know. of at this point now, though. Like I've, I'm champion of players' rights. If the coaches can hop jobs, the players ought to be able to. Yeah, sure. If everybody's going to make money off of this, the players ought to be able to as well. But here's the flip side to that, and this is always, you know. Everything comes at a price. You're basically a pro now, <laughs> you know? And if what he's saying is the truth and you're not athletic enough to be playing at this level and making that kind of money, tough cookies if you can't handle the truth. Oh, no, there's you know? no question about that. But these guys can just leave now. I mean, yeah. Uh, and, and But he can also say, uh, bye bye. Well, then that's you're out. Then that's I don't want you here for sure. But I don't know if people are going to go want to play at St. John's. I don't know. Now, How big an insult is it to, to go say, play at St. John's in 25 years? Like if if someone says, you know, Todd, you're not very athletic. You don't move laterally well. Is that like a big insult? No. Or is that just the truth? Like if somebody says to me, hey, you know what, you're pretty short. Yeah, but yep. this is also this is also a team that's like on the first four out. They're like yeah, they're on the six bubble. and nine. Yeah, like, so I'm not, I'm just talking about like like is this how you want to like you want to just trash your players right when you're on the cusp of possibly making a tournament? <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe they'll turn around and get hot. Maybe not. Maybe maybe it's hey, I'll show you, buddy. You I've know, never I'm been a, I've never been a big fan of Rick Pitino since I, all I the stuff know. he was just, doing. Well, and, what what. Based on what, Todd? I'm just saying that there's. That's, I I think that's poor timing and poor taste. Like that's fun. one thing. If you're saying that to their face in the locker room, you're not. You, you, I'm guessing he probably does say that to him. But well, that's fine. But I'm just saying to go out in public and just trash him. Fine, yeah. Hey, it got it got St. John's on the map because you haven't heard boo about him since he got hired. It'll be interesting to see how they react. Yeah, because they could just be like. Yeah, screw, screw this you. guy. Right. Or I'm sometimes saying, it's like, hey, screw this guy. I'm going to show him, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go put some good film yeah. together and go yeah. transfer somewhere else. Sometimes. I don't know. Sometimes I know when I'm trying to motivate my children, some of them are more motivated by proving me wrong than they are. That was me. Pro- oh, I don't think you're good enough to do that. Yeah. I don't believe in you. <laughs> They've got Georgetown next. Georgetown stinks. Um, so, so do they, but the, Georgetown really stinks. Uh, Creighton after that, probably not going to go great for him. Butler after that. I mean, Butler's he's got us good. looking at the St. John's schedule yeah. in Kansas City. And uh, he's got <laughs> DePaul after that. DePaul has not won a game in the league. Let me talk about it. Oof. Unathletic. That's what he said. Like, one it, of the things he said in there was it took it took me two months to get these guys to throw a bounce pass. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's like me watching my son's team. I'm like, Did anybody throw a bounce pass out here? Anyone? It's not like my old man. DePaul, How many passes DePaul have is to be winless? stolen before you throw a bounce pass? That's what I'm saying. Like, if they're DePaul and you're trashing them, then it's like, okay, your season's done. You right. don't have any hope. <laughs> Missouri's still winless, too. I hate coaching Missouri had a lead in the second the half. Insult. That's way bigger of an insult than they're not athletic. Right. <laughs> I hate coaching it's them. the most miserable time I've had coaching. It's not just that we're losing. It's who they are as people. <laughs> 
whatever. <laughs> you think Missouri's going to beat Tennessee? Maybe they're miserable no. playing for you. You don't think Missouri's going to beat Tennessee? I do not, week? Todd. No. You don't? Uh-uh. Why not? Because Tennessee's really good. Right. Missouri hasn't won a game. Is that the reason? Lucky number 13. I thought Back. they had a chance on Saturday. More after this on Sports Radio 810 WHB.